Coming to you from Western Massachusetts, AKA the Bollywood of the United States is the Script Apart podcast. It's not just the only podcast around, but the only podcast about hapless actors navigating their way through fictitious bad movies. The premise of the show is simple. I have taken some of the worst ideas I've ever come up with and have written out whole scenes for my guest actors to read. However, the catch is that my actors have not read these scenes beforehand and in fact, don't even know the premise of the movie. Join us as we do blind reads through this jumbled mess and try to make sense of things. I am your host, Neil Bonsteel, and I take full responsibility for everything. And I'm joined today by Liz and Anthony. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi. Neil. Hi, have, Neil. Have you ever done a podcast before? No, Neil. No, I, I guess not, no. Um, so, I should say, I, I've been meaning to ask you guys about your... Uh, what you've done in terms of performances. Acting. You've been meaning to ask us? When did you mean to ask us? Like, since I've met you. Why didn't you just ask us? I don't know. You, you seem so fake. I was intimidated. Oh, all right. Well, go okay. ahead. We're doing that. Because <laughs> uh, I've seen you perform here. The one, was it the 121? Yes. Yep. Yes. He was in my <clears throat> theatrical show called A Shot of Theater, which will be coming back to the Eastworks building in September. Good plug. It's Maybe a, you'll see me again. Evening of written, locally written one act plays. I also have performed in those, and I've done a few movies for Thomas Matthew Campbell of Now's End Production. This is just turned into a commercial for yeah, Liz's things. A good plug. <laughs> I like this. We're, I have nothing to plug. I, I'm just pointing out that you're you're legit. Too this legit to quit. Yeah. I always gonna. I purposely didn't say that. Yes, I know. Yes. Because <laughs> okay. I very well may quit. So. <clears throat> Uh, you guys want to play a game? I no, guess. Just a warm-up. This is a warm-up game. Before we play this game, there are steaks. So don't fuck up, okay? She's a vegan. Well, I gotta come up with a new game then. <laughs> a little steak humor. <laughs> now, the, the game is called Read Between the Log Lines, pal. Now, steaks. You... Get it? Log steaks. Wait, I don't get it. No, that's not a thing. Okay. You'll see. I'll have he's the gonna, steak log. Uh, <laughs> he's going to be pulling out a, like a big wooden steak at the end. Oh, there will that be kind steaks. of steak. Yeah. Oh, well, still. Okay. Neil, oh. please. Dracula. Um, do you guys know what a log line is? No. Um, what are we, professional actors or something? <laughs> I don't even know what. What do we call these things again? Langoliers. A, a langolier? <laughs> I thought you said it was a lavalier. It is. Don't you see its little sphere with teeth that's <laughs> chewing up the world? <clears throat> okay, Carry on. So, uh, <clears throat> Explain log lines. I think a lot of people don't know what they are, including whoever will be listening so to this So even if we now. said yes, you'd probably just explain it anyway, Yeah, I was huh? going to do it anyway. Just it was a test. That's negative one point. <laughs> <laughs> God, for those stakes that are coming. <laughs> uh, so here's a log line is like a one to two sentence movie pitch, usually for something that hasn't been made yet. Ooh. So it's a way to get your idea out there and get someone interested. Now I've taken that a little liberally because what I'm going to do to you is uh, I'm going to read you some log lines. Here's the thing, if the movie exists, you say I'm log lining. If it's fake... <laughs> I don't want to say that. You gotta say it. <laughs> if, oh. <clears throat> If you think it's fake, you say, I'm log lying. Oh. Log lining? If log we think lying. it's real, should we tell you what the movie, movie is? Well, no, there are, of the there, there are pants stakes. Too. Oh, okay. So, like actual stakes. Right. Yeah. We are, we there are, are going to be stakes. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, we'll. 
And he pulls out is, the actual stakes and we ruin the joke for him. He's going to be so pissed. <laughs> so I'm log lining or I'm log lying? Yes. Okay. Uh, for example, <clears throat> searching for a cure to Alzheimer's disease, a group of scientists on an isolated Ding, research. Log lining. That's deep blue. No, it's deep blue sea. Deep blue sea. Deep blue something. My, I thought my we had to wait. My head is like a shark fin. My head is like a shark fin. That's part of our group of movies where raps were written for the movie. <laughs> There's not many of them, but that's one of my favorites. His hat is like a shark's fin. Ladies love cool James would tell us. In any case, I, didn't know that. Okay. I was under the impression we had to wait until. Yes, yes. Uh, so no ding. <laughs> you, you, can, you can ding all you like, but I'm going to read the whole thing. Both give an answer. It's not a contest. I thought it was a game. It is a contest, but oh, it's you know. a contest. It's, 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 not, it's not Jeopardy. It's so not Jeopardy. <laughs> what is a shark's fin? So I read the whole thing. Uh, research facility become the prey as a trio of intelligent sharks fight back. And you would say log lining. Deep blue sea. Wait, L, L cool J. <laughs> yeah, wait, we're so. Come on, we're adding. Right, right. You say That's log it. lining. Yeah, yes. and I, I would, I would mark whether you're right or wrong. Okay. And when we get to the end. We'll review. Oh, okay. So we don't say the name of the movie. No, it's supposed to be the big reveal at the end with the stakes. You can if you like after you both answered. Oh, okay. Okay. Alright. Oh, so we each answer and then we don't say the name of the movie and then we go back to it. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Deal. I like dinging him better. I know you do. <laughs> I think it makes for a much more interesting game. Guided by a mysterious medallion, medallion he's had since birth, a young, dashing caveman goes on a perilous adventure with newfound friends. Our hero's quest for the truth puts him at odds against ritualistic cave dwellers and ravenous dinosaurs, only to discover he is not of this time. He is of the future. Log lying. I'll agree. Log lying. Okay. Okay. Oscar. He didn't mark anything. I think that means we got it right. Oh, have you figured them out already? I would <laughs> think you'd mark yes we'll or no. All right. We'll All right. <clears throat> Oscar is caught up in the rat race of life, working as an intern in a high-paced finance institute, and he's not sure if he can take it anymore. After a failed suicide attempt by jumping out his office's window, he gets scratched by an alley cat and suddenly finds himself with all the cool and confidence of a cat. Now he's feline good and has the right catitude to clamper up that company ladder. It's all perfect until he gets too close to his corrupt, animal-hating boss with mob ties who is using the company's profits to fund illegal puma poaching ventures. I have a couple questions. One, <laughs> are these uh, log lines that are of movies that have been made or just movies that have been pitched? And two, are they um, movies from any time and anywhere in the world? If, it, if, it's, if I'm log lining, the movie has been made. Okay. Oh, good. Uh, I'm going with log lining on that one. I will go with log lying. Okay. Well, one of us got it right and one of us got you it wrong. Know because we you know have what? opposing you know answers? What? Is that why you mean? No, because he's marking things down. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mark down for I'm pretty sure you're right on that, but I'm just trying dicks over here. <clears throat> A half tank, half man android escapes the clutches of his evil creator to avoid disassembly. However, his respite is only temporary when he discovers that his creator has made plans to turn himself into a cyborg so he may go back in time to conquer ancient Rome. With the help of his new friends, a loyal ninja, and a sassy boat pilot, will the android be able to put an end to the man who gave him life? Neil, isn't a boat pilot like a captain of a ship? <laughs> <laughs> a boat pilot? <laughs> 
You don't know. You haven't seen this movie. I like if it is a movie. And he's wearing a Lost at Sea t-shirt. <laughs> I'm going to go with Log lying on that one. Okay. Because I think you wrote it because of that miss-up there. Okay. I'm going to go with Log lining. All right. Okay. And say somebody else fucked up, not Neil. He's actually a pilot that happens to be a boat. Oh, he yeah. is a boat. Okay. He's a boat yeah. pilot. Never mind. This is all my mistake. Yeah, I've seen it. It was good. You're being a real Steven right now. That's what they call me. Yeah. A chemical leak pollutes a teen popular pond on the hottest day of summer. The result? Armies of killer horny mutants. Oh, log lining. Log lining. Okay. And now Neil's like, finally found my successful log line to pitch to fucking Fox. <laughs> this is all a trick. He's log lining yes. us. Yeah. <laughs> they really went for the hottest day of the year mutant one. <laughs> Only I can just... work in that boat pilot. <laughs> uh, can we swear? Yeah. Oh, neat. Yeah, goddammit. Oh, you really Joe. went for it that time? <laughs> Good you job, sure man. can! Hell! <laughs> Meet Billy. He loves Bon Jovi, he loves Van Halen, and he loves to rock out on stage with his hair metal band Ivory Whiplash. In his active pursuance to put their act over the edge to get a coveted record contract, Billy accidentally uses an untested military time machine, thinking, thinking it's a hot new amplifier. A lot of time machines. Billy gets sent back in time, right onto Beethoven's step. Doorstep. Billy's a fish out of water, but if he can put aside his hatred of classical music, and if Beethoven can get with the times, maybe this odd couple can get Billy back to his time before his band's big gig. See, this was the pitch for Bill and That's Ted's what I was thinking. Adventure. It's very similar to Bill and log Ted. Log lining. Um, and if not, I want to take all the log linings and like make these right. movies. Yeah, log lining. Okay, log that's lining. too similar. Two children from the city are dreading their summer trip to their grandpa's ranch. However, this summer is no bummer when they discover their grandpa's big turtle, Mel. Log lying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> In the log lines, do they actually pitch using these stupid puns and rhymes? Something, that seems yeah. like they'd save that for, like, the idiot audiences. Like, Oh, they do. Not the, okay. It, it, it sells tone. I'm gonna go with log lying, but I, I, yeah, if the turtle talked, I bet that'd be great for bad movie night. Mm. Yeah. Good alien from a dying race must impregnate an Earth woman to avoid extinction of his race. Bad alien whose race helped out good alien's race doesn't want to see this happen. Log, log lining. lining. Is that Earth girls are easy? Wait, is that lining lining? <laughs> I think it was both lining. lining. Okay, okay. We have a tie. Uh oh. Oh no, is there a tiebreaker? Do we have a dance-off? We disagreed no, twice. We're just going to keep so. going. I got, I got some tiebreakers right here. I just won the dance-off, by the way, while you weren't looking. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> it was <I'm> sorry. <clears throat> Wish you folks at home could have seen it. We're all drinking right now. Glug, 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 glug. An expedition to the lunar ice caves contracts a deadly moon fungus. <laughs> Stopping en route. It's, this is serious. There are no puns here, okay? <laughs> Stopping en route. They contaminate a space station with the fungus, which soon begins to take over the entire place. They all need, like... I'll give you a moon fungus. They all should really wear closed toed shoes or something. Yeah. I'm going to go with log lining. Um, I was going to say log lining as well. Well, we, well now we'll never break. Yeah, so for the tiebreaker, shouldn't yeah. you ask, like, each... Uh, like, Liz has to answer one? 
and then I have to answer a different one. We got nods over here. All right. Okay. <laughs> fine. Fine. We're going to do okay. Okay. So there's, yeah. You go first. Okay. 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 All right. All right, Steven, you're going first. Call it magic, call it a wish come true, call it whatever you like, because Cindy's beloved lifelong stuffed animals have come to life in their saddest time of need. However, comforting Cindy isn't enough for these furry friends as they seek vengeance on all those who have wronged her. And anyone who seeks to steal of any of Cindy's affection will also face their wrath. That's not fair, that's too easy. Uh, log lining. Okay. A nationwide typo on the presidential voting ballot accidentally ensures that the lead politician's dog, Pride, is elected as president. He is such a good boy on the job that other nations start to follow suit and let their own dog presidents as well. World peace is all but imminent until a devilish Russian cat rigs the election to get herself into office. Oh my gosh, it's like all hail the chimp, but when dogs log lining. Are we tied again? You're still tied. Oh, oh man, these are too I, easy. I was like, I said that just to make you say log lining. I had no idea. I was like, oh yeah, I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let you play into my decisions, oh. Elizabeth. I am ill prepared for this. A plasticine demon devours the denizens of a rural, rural art school. Log lining. This is only that for me. Well, just what do you want? Log right. lining or lying? You're next. Would you say that was lying or lying? No, it doesn't matter. That turned into yours. We could just end the tiebreaker. No, nope. I'm doing it. <laughs> Go. Oh, God. It's just another typical summer vacation for these California teens until while scuba diving, they discover a sunken Cold War era Russian submarine armed to the teeth with nuclear missiles. The teens unwittingly release an army of zombie mutant communist Ruskies onto their sleepy town, and now they're on their own to repel this red dead invasion. Red Dawn, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Those are my flip flops. Log lying. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, let's flip a coin. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> you know what? This is I was going to say, that's almost enough. like dead snow, but not we, enough. This has gone on far enough. You're right. I need to come up with a better game, but let's go you over them. You just need them. to let people ding. They ding. Fine, let's let's ding. Let's ding this last one. You're a dingus. Oh, yeah. But if you say log lining before he finishes this the thing, you have to tell him what movie it's based on. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess we're just making up rules now. <laughs> I think we should flip a coin. Okay. <laughs> Last one, last one. Yes. We'll ding in on this one. Two bodybuilding struggling chef brothers find their fortunes turned around when they accidentally save a businessman from the mob who he is set to testify against. They're rewarded with a high paying job, babysitting the businessman's 10 year old twin boys while he's away. It's the easiest gig they've ever had. That is, if these boys weren't a pair of mischievous mafiosos themselves. Log lining. Okay, now you have to see the movie. Suburban Commando. <laughs> Is it Suburban Commando, Neil? <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> have you watched ah, Suburban you Commando? <laughs> have you watched? Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant the other one. The nanny. What was the Hulk Hogan? Is the nanny? Mr. Nanny. Mr. Mr. Nanny. nanny. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. Was it Mr. Nanny, Neil? Mm. No, that was nothing. Was it's it fake? Was it not a movie? Picture? That is called Twin Sitters. 
It is starring. Uh, oh, those Twin Sitters was also a different film I saw <laughs> that I shouldn't discuss here. Uh, <laughs> it's really uh, good. Have you guys ever watched Double Trouble? Uh, it is two like twin brothers. They're bodybuilders. They, I guess they're ex wrestlers. And they just starred in a string of really bad comedies. Double Trouble? Yeah. Were they WWE or were they WCW? Because I didn't fuck around with this WCW. This is WWF. This is AEW. So. Wasn't that Double Olsen Trouble? Twins flick? That's nice. Yeah, those the Olsen Twins. There we go. Yeah, there yeah. we go. You know, then we just mentioned. It's funny though because we mentioned Hulk Hogan, who was a wrestler in two other movies. Like, Lots of other movies. Well, like we picked the two Santa movies. Santa with Muscles? Classic. <laughs> it was clearly a wrestler movie, for sure. I think I should have yes. won that. Since you I, won it. You won it. No, you it. Yeah. it was oh, okay. your idea yeah, that you had to name what it was, right, and fine. it was log lining. Great, so you I fucked win. yourself with your Whoa, own rules. I'm going to take a win on that one. No, I won. He no, just said I won. He literally just I said I won. She said if it was log lining. She had to tell the movie. Well, I told the movie that had another wrestler in it. Anyway, I win. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. I, so, I have to right, revise. I win, so next. Okay, so just ding, this. ding, ding next time. But um, yeah. I'm revising the rules right, in the meantime, for next time. So what are the ones, that, what so what's are next? ones that are... The one about the, the caveman yeah. from the future? Mm -hmm. That's a real movie. What's it called? You're the hunter from the future. Oh, of course. That's one of my favorites. Like you're with, or you are? But it's you're the hunter from the future. Okay. It's great. I'll watch it. Okay. The guy about, uh, let's see, caught up rat race of life, gets scratched by a cat. Yeah. That's fake. Yeah. Yeah. Half tank, half man android. His creator turned himself to a boat pilot, sassy boat pilot. Uh -huh. It's real! Yeah! Oh, is it? It's called the Eliminators. Oh. Oh. Eliminators! Sassy That's boat pilot. Chemical leak, teen popular pond, horny mutants. Uh, that's fake. Yes. Uh, guy going back in time, rocker going back in time to Beethoven. That is fake. Oh, well, you just basically did Bill and Ted, but it's a kind little. Of with Beethoven, <laughs> yeah. I mean. You're like saying you that with disappointment, like, like, that is fake. Yeah, no, oh, I hear, I feel you. That should be real. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> two children from the city see their, their dad, granddad's big turtle mill. <laughs> it's so real. Oh. I said real, right? No. I don't remember. I can't remember. What's it called? Everyone loves Mill. I should. I'll print out a picture and bring it. No, next that's time. okay. Please. <laughs> I mean, we have. Everybody the loves Mel. We Does have this the come out pre or poor, like before or after? Everybody loves Raymond. Around it stars Ernest Borgnine, so not at the turtle. He's grandpa. Yeah, that doesn't. So, that mean didn't answer the question though. <laughs> he died, didn't he? Yeah, he, so he like died, but not. Before or after Raymond. He didn't die before Everybody Loves <laughs> Raymond premiered. I, you know, everyone does. You know, BC. I do it. So the answer is a no, I guess. Before My guess. Raymond. Before Raymond. <laughs> oh no! Uh, the good alien trying to impregnate a woman. That's yeah. real. You guys both got that. It's called the Invader. The Invader. I thought it was called Earth Girls Are Easy. Yeah, that's but... a different thing. Uh, let's see. Moon fungus. That's real. Mutiny in our space. Uh, Plasticine demon. Rural art school. Vampire clay. That's real. Nationwide typo. Dog on the ballot. That's fake. Uh, uh, yeah, obviously. I thought yeah. it was the premise for that dogs versus cat movie. The I don't know. The fucking Russian thing is a Trump joke. Like, unless it came out, like, tomorrow. <laughs> We've always hated the we Russians, We always hated though. the Russians. It was a little too similar. No, it's, it's, it's PC to hate the Russians. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Stuffed animals coming to life. Fake. Yeah. Uh, communist rescues. <clears throat> Zombie rescues. Uh, also fake. Uh, Twin Sitters is correct. Twin Sitters, of course, that's, is correct. That's a good movie. 
All right, what a ride. That was a mess. <laughs> yep. That was a complete mess. That's okay, mess. you can edit it all later. Yeah, I'm gonna make it. Just make sure I won okay. in the end. Like I'll, I'll I did. take the win for that one. No. You don't even know what the stakes are. <laughs> They're like actual happen. stakes. Oh look, TV just brought out actual wooden stakes. You're focusing ah, good on joke, the wood. Neil. You're focusing on the meat. I don't want there to be meat. Yeah, I don't want there to be wood. Neil's not gonna bring steak. Let's read the script. Oh, all right. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Okay. What this a warm exciting. up. I feel so warmed up now. I'm fairly warm. Okay, okay. Now I have two roles here. Mitch Falcon, right, who's the hero of this story. And then we have his daughter, Kimmy Falcon, but whoever plays Kimmy also plays Bill Maltz and a bunch of other. I mean, Ooh, I'm obviously, that. I'm Kimmy. No. I'm the sassy daughter. No. You're the big no, macho. No, I want Kimmy Falcon. Oh. Welcome, Kimmy Falcon. All right, ready? Ready? <clears throat> Let's do this. <clears throat> Interior, sports rink, night. The stadium has been cleared out of spectators who have left, who have left crumple bags, stamped cigars, and red solo cups in their wake. It's rather fitting of a small-scale sports rink with all its makeshift compromises, haystacks for seats, construction bikes in lieu, uh, in lieu of overhead lights, and the remnants of toppled fold-out tables. In the center of the room... <laughs> center of the room is a roped-off square, inside of which uh, looks to house the aftermath of a battle with big scuff marks in the dirt, torn papers strewn about, and a few overturned stands. Creeping through the enormous room is Kimmy Falcon, Hi. a twin... <laughs> A 12-year-old girl. She's small and spry, dressed in a boarding school plaid skirt and a button-up shirt. Her hair in braided pigtails. With the aid of her guide cane, she sneaks uh -oh. to the middle of the room. I don't know room. where I'm going. Sounds like Slipping. a bitch. Slipping through the rink ropes and starts tapping around with her cane. That's what <laughs> like, I was like. Next time on the Little Orphan Annie Show. <laughs> Her cane taps the side of the table, and I'm she so small and spry and reaches blind. for it. Shut up. <laughs> then around, pushing aside canned goods, lifting the, the discarded crumpled paper bags and feeling underneath. Her hand eventually grabs a hold of an embroidered nameplate. She picks it up and runs her hands over it. We can see it reads, Pluto Barnes. She cringes. More like Pluto Butthead. Her disgust disappears in the flash as she's suddenly struck with a good idea. She slaps a nameplate down in the haste, in a haste, and canes around until she finds the next table. She goes through the same routine of picking up the nameplate and reading the indentation, and continues down the line, table by table. However, the more nameplates she goes through, the more uh, she grows increasingly more disappointed until she reaches a table she started with. She's stumped. She's walked to the center of the tables, looking for some answers, but seems out of ideas. Drunken voices are heard approaching in the distance. Jiminy! <laughs> and quickly, Kimmy hides behind a falling table. She covers her mouth to hide her booty as the voices get louder and louder. Eventually, him as the unseen strangers walk away. After a sigh of relief, Kimmy notices that her hand is resting on a dirt entrenched nameplate. She picks it up frantically, scrapes off the dirt, and gives it a read. Mitch Falcon. Double Jiminy! She's elated. She paws around and finds a brown paper grocery bag. She lifts it up, only to have the bottom fall out from underneath it. Cans of pickled cabbage clang against each other as they pile on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> this alarms her initially. <laughs> 
But when the shock wears off, she becomes concerned. She carefully feels the bag up and down until she comes to the rip. This puzzles her. It's wet. Ew! She drops the bag and starts... <laughs> oh! The audience is at home. Anthony threatens to spill water over this work of art. She drops the bag and starts picking up the cans one by one until she grabs one that slips out of her hand. She picks it up again and inspects it. It too is partially wet. She rips off the soggy label and reveals a tiny puncture in the can. A slow realization comes over her face. Kimi lifts herself up off the floor and hurries out. While blind. While blind. <coughs> Interior locker room. Meanwhile, the locker room is all but empty, save for a dispirited Mitch Falcon sitting slumped on a bench. Mitch Falcon, a muscular man in his early 40s with a perfect 5 o'clock shadow, wearing blue jeans and a white tank top that have seen better days. I know it's typecasting, Anthony. I'm sorry. Ugh. He frets with his signature red cowboy hat that he has grasped in his <laughs> hands. He's in deep contemplation. A door is heard creaking open and then slamming. But Mitch doesn't react. From around the corner walks Bill Mulch, bow-legged and irate. Bill is a tall, obese man, constantly sweaty and looking strung out. In one hand, he has a plastic well, bag that sounds to be full of cans. Mitch only acknowledges Bill through a side glance before returning his focus to the ground. I'm also Bill, right? You're Bill okay. Mulch. Mitch, what the hell was that out there? Mitch doesn't respond. Answer me, you son of a mutt. What's the matter? You got a cock in your mouth? Bill, I don't know. You don't know you got a cock in your mouth? <laughs> I tell you, you're not, but your, your future's got lot lizard, I say, written all over it. Lot lizard. Come on, out with it. What's your problem out there? Bill, I told you, I don't know. Oh, you still don't know. Big man on campus, don't know. <laughs> Yo, what do you want me to say? I got ripped. It happens. Rips happen to amateurs. Mitch amateurs. Pimple pissing, nuts yet to drop. Piggly wiggly day workers get ripped. You're trying to tell me that's what you are? A pimple pissing, nuts yet to drop. Piggly wiggly day worker? You were there, Bill. You saw it. I had the lead. I was running the straight stack and I got ripped. I wasn't even a full squeeze. I ain't making excuses. Just saying it happens, okay? Not to prose it, don't. Yo, listen good, Pally. I made a promise to my boys. A big-ass, pimply-pissing promise. You hear? I told them that was getting the great Mitch Fountain. Falcon. Would have been nice to know that I was instead getting the bitch falcon. Mitch bolts <laughs> up and concentrates his contained rage into a single finger point aimed at Bill. Hey! You no, better bite that's me. down what on are you a doing? Oh, that's, no, that's you. Hey! <laughs> you better bite down on a checkout divider for your words buy you something you won't be able to exchange. Got me? Beep. I didn't promise you nothing when I came back. Told you I was ready to bag again. That's it. Didn't promise you no one wins. Nah, I didn't get you to the gold coin this time, but you got exactly what I said you get. We plastic clear. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. 
Mitch's words do their intended effect. Bill is taken aback. <sighs> Mitch slowly holsters his angry finger and then dons his cowboy hat. The perfect punctuation. Anyway, that my payment? Mitch gestures to the plastic bag Bill is holding. It's plastic clear. Bill lifts it. <laughs> yeah. And he dumps the contents onto the ground, spits on them, and steps back. Hey, come on now. The ground is littered with rolling cans of pickled goods, pickled beets, onions, squash, and so forth. All are manufactured by the same company, Mulch's Promise. Mitch produces a folded shopping bag and stoops to the cans. Yeah, I guess even losers aren't allowed to starve in this bullshit PC shit world anymore. Bill begins to walk away. Next time. We'll get him next time. It starts to open up his bag. Bill stops and turns back around. Next time, we get him. You're a wet carryout box, Mitch. You couldn't hold a sack of dried facility without giving. You're done. What's facility? It's a pasta. Okay. <laughs> You're done. I'd break you down and shove you in recycling, you pissing pimple. That is if I gave a flying fap about the environment. PC bullshit. You could even bag your way out of a paper bag. We plastic clear. In response, Mitch drives his fist to the opposite end of the paper bag as though he was driving his knuckles through the hearts of all its enemies. Proving me wrong. <laughs> With a slow turn of his head, he looks to Bill. With all the intensity of a raging murderer, Bill stumbles back, Ooh. clutching his chest and bangs oh. into the trash which he uses to keep himself standing. After a beat, he attempts to collect himself. You can forget <laughs> about Mulch's promise, you hear me? That truck has left the depot! You gotta pay for your pickled goods like the rest of the losers from now on. You're on your own, you piss and pimple. <laughs> Wait, plastic clear? Bill storms out of the locker room, the doors slamming behind him. Steeped back in the silence of the locker room, Mitch extracts his arm from his paper bag. The thing is totaled and useless. He picks up a can of pickled pig toe, looks at it, and sighs. It's good improv. <clears throat> Cut to exterior parking lot later. Mitch is walking through the parking lot with his arm full of cans. No good mulch. Gave him my best years, and how does he treat me? Like a worn tire. I'll show him who's a worn tire. Who needs him anyway? A can drops from his bundle. He sighs and just kicks it along the path. In the distance, Kimmy emerges from a depot. Hello. She runs out into the parking lot blindly. <laughs> because I'm blind. Mitch! Mitch! Mitch stops and turns around to see Kimmy running directionless in the parking lot. Kimmy? Mitch! She runs to him. He starts walking away again. Still here? Thought I told you to go home already. This ain't no place for a young kid. There's no way I was gonna leave you, you pissing pimple. <laughs> Stick to the script. <laughs> Fine. At least make yourself useful and get that can off the floor. He kicks the can in her direction. She canes around until she finds it and retrieves it. In my mouth. Still, you shoulda. You shouldn't have had to seen that pork up in there. Well, I guess you couldn't have, huh? On account of your blindness? I can't see plastic clear. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I heard all about it and I need to tell you. They reach Mitch's pickup truck. He drops the cans in the truck bed. Oh, great. 
So you know your dad ain't just a has-been wash-up, but also a loser too. That's great. Just great. Is he just gonna leave his daughter in the parking lot? That's like, the plan. Okay. But that's just it. You were. Why would you want to hang out with a loser dad now, anyhow? <laughs> Mitch reaches for a paper bag and opens it up. He's about to start filling it with the cans. You don't understand. You were sabotaged. <laughs> Mitch stops from filling the bag and looks to Kimmy. What's that word? Sabu dodged? <laughs> Kimmy reaches into her pineapple-shaped backpack and rummages around. Someone cheated! Kimmy pulls out the can with the puncture. Mitch looks at it suspiciously. This was one of your cans. Someone put a hole in it so it would leak and make the bag wet. And with the nerve damage in your packing hand, you wouldn't have even known. You can't stand it. Mitch holds his packing hand up to his face and clenches his fist. The perfect setup. You know, they planned it. He's in a momentary trance before he snaps out of it. He tosses a can over his shoulder. So what? Not the first cheat and not the last one, neither. If I was cheated, I should have caught it. I can't make no excuses. It's my fault. It's your fault someone rigged the game to get you disqualified? How can you say that's your fault? I'll say it because it's true. These were the qualifiers. You know what the stakes are like in the <laughs> qualifiers? Small. Compared to the championships, they ain't nothing. And if I can't pack in the cheaters here, I can't pack it in the bag leagues. My head the wasn't in the leagues. bag. <laughs> the bag leagues. <laughs> so many bags. Bags, bags, no, that's bags. Good. That's better. It's, we'll call it the bag leagues. The bag, the bag, bag leagues. leagues. My head yeah. wasn't My in head the big. My head wasn't in the big. It wasn't then. It wasn't now. There's nothing left for me Beep. to do but move on. No! Don't give up on your bagging, Mitch. You love it. You are the best at it. Please don't. I never said I was giving up on bagging. What do you... Kim slowly recognizes the meaning of Mitch's word. She begins tearing up. Mitch has returned to packing the cans into his bag. You're leaving? Yeah. Why? Listen, you should just go back to your mother. She can take care of you. <laughs> but she's in a coma and I'm blind. Then you deserve each other. <laughs> I mean, then maybe you can take care of her. I don't know. Is it because you hate my blindness? Yes. No, it's not that, kid. I don't hate you. I could never hate you. Without you, I I'd still no be a paluka on the... I can think fucking finally. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> Without you, I'd still be a paluka on the aisle lines lugging bags through parking lots for crippled retirees. But right here, right now, I'm just no good for you, kid. See the life I've chosen. I mean, there's stuff I gotta... He grapples internally with his words. Grapple, grapple. grapple, grapple. He takes a calming breath. <sighs> okay. I need you to listen good. Remember the first time we met? No. Remember the first thing I told you? No. It's what I always said. You can take your pride. He lifts a can and puts it in the bag. You can take your career. He lifts another can and, go and it goes carefully into the bag. Your dreams. He puts in another can. And your family. Finally, he plucks a can in Kimmy's hand. He holds up the last can 
for a beat longer than attempts to put it in the bag. It won't fit. The bag is full. But they ain't all gonna fit in the same bag, Thanks metaphor. Not, me not without breaking. And I gotta make space if I'm ever gonna be the baggest I was. Backer. The baggest I was meant to be. <laughs> Some Egg. things just don't fit in your bag of life. Kenny sniffles. Stop. It seems like she's accepted this fact about her father. You understand, yeah? I do. But I don't think you do. Huh? Maybe your pride and career and your dreams and family won't fit in your bag. At least not like that they won't. But it might just fit if. She pulls off her pineapple shaped backpack, unzips it, <sighs> and holds it up Oof. to Mitch. You double bag it. <laughs> <laughs> no one's getting murdered. <laughs> Mitch looks at the backpack with a confused head tilt. He takes it from her hands. Puts the last can in there. There's ample space for it. He looks back down to a tearful but smiling Kimmy. Singer, single tear wells in his eye. <laughs> well, look Look Let's look her here. That's not how you spell that. <laughs> I guess you're my boy after all. I'm a girl, Dad. <laughs> Take this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Neil, hang on. <laughs> I'm a girl, Daddy. <laughs> Guess you were the smarter one of the two of us. That must be your mother's side. She's in a coma. <laughs> Double bag it. <laughs> Smiling in spite of himself, Mitch takes a moment to look around his surroundings. The full moon, the loose cans in his truck bed, the pineapple backpack, and Kimmy. This is where his road of life has taken him. The steering wheel is in his hands. He stoops down to Kimmy. So, you want to do it, huh? Jesus fucking Christ, no. you! <laughs> Just because Anthony's a pervert. I'm a pervert. Yes. Yeah, you piercing pimple. <laughs> you want to show him who's boss? Let's do it. Let's show him no one beats a falcon. All Daddy. right, let's go then. <laughs> the two get into his pickup truck. He revs the car on. Daddy, I could get used to that. <laughs> That's wrong with you. Mitch switches gears and the truck takes off, flattening the puncture can. They drive off into the night. My two actors are very proud of themselves for adopting <coughs> this. Exterior, desert countryside. Morning, we see a wide shot of the desert. Superimpose, Elko, Nevada. What's Elko, Nevada look like? I assume it's, it's a it's elk town. It's Nevada. A lot of elk. Have you been there? No. I've been to Google Images, though. <laughs> Cut two. Exterior, Super Travel Lodge. Establish a shot at the exterior of a multi-story travel lodge. Parked askew in front of the building is Mitch's truck. Super Travel Lodge, if you're listening, Neil could use a sponsor. <laughs> Outside the revolving door entrance is a sign that reads, Pro Bagging Exhibitions, 89, Saturday. Cut two. Interior, Travel Lodge Lobby. The lobby is busy with the hustle and bustle of a whole array of characters. What looks like truck drivers, dock workers, well-groomed khaki and polo-dressed youth, tuxedoed Frenchmen, and other eccentrics. All have come here for the spectacle and competition of the bagging exhibitions. Uh, do you want to read part of man? Yeah. Thanks. A nondescript man Part is seated behind a clothed, uh, cloth table. 
that is covered in papers and pens. The table skirt reads, sign up here. He is preoccupied shuffling papers when Mitch and Timmy stride up. What? Even though they're receiving the ireful and surprised gazes of all they pass, Mitch looks too cool for school and Kimmy is brimming with smiles. The man looks up. How may I help you? Yeah, hi. We want to sign up. What? Let me get you signed in sheet for the singles competition. Hold up. That won't be necessary. You can put that sign-in sheet away. What? The man no. looks puzzled. What? And what? Kimmy, Kimmy says. We're here for the doubles tournament. Music cue. Run away. Music cue. Run away. Oh. Yeah. Uh, there you, you go. Run away from Bon Jovi. Is that like public domain music? No, I have to stop it now. Okay. <laughs> so I can't we even sing the words? We could have I already <laughs> sang some of the words. Daddy's go. Oh wow, that's so fitting. Daddy's gonna right. last. All she, the things like, she didn't say. She like ran away with him and went to became their sexual lovers now. Yeah, I don't know what was I don't going know. on with why? that. Why? did you? Like, why, why did you? Why did you do it? Write that in there. It was a little pervy. So like, he met her obviously after she, like she was already grown. Cause remember the first time I met you? Like it wouldn't. Be well, she's not she's a grown. Baby. She was what eleven or something? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah. She's twelve Still now. Pervy. Right. So it's legal now. Right, but so right. I'm just saying, you know, his dad meets his daughter and then they become a, a couple? All right. Yeah. Interesting script you got there, Neil. I liked it. Yeah. I'm sure there are Bon Jovi <laughs> fans out there that love it too. Yeah. Any clues what the movie's about? Like, oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's like a, a bagging, uh, bagging, competition. Like, yeah. Yeah, grocery, grocery bagging, bagging. championship yeah. tournament. Yeah. 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 yeah, we got that from like yeah, pretty okay. much the beginning yeah, yeah. of the script. Are you sure it wasn't too <laughs> subtle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, all the the cans and the bags that we, yeah. It was a I don't lot, yeah, bagging quite canning. understand how she was blind and running around, but. Well, um, she wasn't doing it yeah, well. She's not in a wheelchair. Right, but, you know, I guess. <laughs> they let those people walk now. <laughs> those people walk now. Yeah. She's, she's spry. She's spry. Nimble. Yep. And spunky. Nimble and spry. And her daddy's a little monkey. We have a whole new scene to do. Oh, great. Oh, man, yeah. really? Oh, I thought we were done. No. Okay. Oh, we're not done. Okay. Now would be a good time to mention our sponsors. Ooh. <gasps> yeah, if we, if we had any, this would be a good time uh, to do it. It's <laughs> one of those jokes uh, that he makes. That's a joke. What do you want for sponsors? Talk to me later. I'll get you some sponsors. Oh, I'll take anyone. We can mention ginger libation, which Gin is the beverage that we're partaking in at the moment. Ginger libation. You want to share it? will also sponsor Neil by providing future ginger libations to future podcast participants. Oh, that would be nice. Ginger libation. It's like an elf dance in my mouth. Bliss in a bottle. Ginger libation. Elf. Bliss. <clears throat> elf bliss. All right, well, this one's a little shorter. <clears throat> All right. It's, it's a little Mitch heavy. Uh, I'll give you guys the option to switch up the roles no. if you want. I don't know. All right, well. Oh, maybe we should switch it up since we, maybe we should switch it up. So, oh, that's up to you. Yeah, I guess keep it fresh. Keep it fresh? Okay, we're going to You just heard Mitch Heavy and now you're No, excited. I was, I was so all about being <laughs> You Kimmy. are so domineering on this. I'm just trying to be good to our audience. I thought it'd be better to keep it fresh and I will do Mitch and I let them hear my interpretation of Mitch. Oh, all right. You're just going to confuse people. Okay, great. All right, Mitch Heavy. Mitch Heavy. Mitch Heavy. You will be playing all the roles. Oh, yes. There's several grocers in there, okay? I understand. Yeah, yeah. So there's gonna be two of them. Grocer two, a little more sassy and rude. Wait, you said there's several, several <laughs> and then there's, there's, there's two. two? <laughs> yeah, that's more than it one. It says there's ten, but I think only two of them get lines. There's no chorus. 
Interior grocery store, early morning. The store has yet to open, but there's about 10 grocers, mostly in their teens, dressed in green aprons, lined up in front of a table that has paper bags and assortment of foods in front of them. Fresh produce, canned goods, batteries, and so forth. Guys, oh, so I must get into a... We're preparing the meal. We're prepping. That's Our sound engineer has left the room. <laughs> I assume it's still recording. The grocers are fidgety with a few speaking under their breath and giggling. Mitch Falcon strides in and the grocers quiet up and straighten up. He walks up and down the line like a drill sergeant. Okay, listen up, Greens. You know me? I'm Mitch Falcon. And I'm here to make sure yous don't beef up on the line. We only got so much time now before the gates of hell open. He gestures to the closed sliding doors. So I'm going to train you as best as I can in that time. The rest is going to be trial by fire. What I mean is some of you are going to get burned. And if you can't handle the slow months, you'll be out on one of the clog days. The grocers exchange confused glances. Uh, clog days? Yeah, clog days. Your Memorial Days, Labor Days, Independence Days, and the Bag or Die Days, like Thanksgiving and Christmas, here to there. Mitch points to the entrance again and then to the distance beyond the cash registers. Nothing but bodies. Pissy, pimply, and looking to stab you with corn holders. No matter how much you smile, or how many wreaths we hang, or how many times we play, joy to the fucking world on the speakers. So tight, you'll be Ooh. happy to catch a single breath that isn't reeking of shopper sweat. Eat. You don't earn your stripes unless you get through the end of the year. No matter how busy it gets now, keep telling yourself what we got going on right now till the summer ain't a thing. But you'll know there's a Memorial Day on the horizon. The calm before the storm? This one gets it! <laughs> It's all a breeze until it ain't! You know what I'm saying? Well, Mitch's words have the majority of the grocers stricken. Some snickers are heard down the line. Mitch notices. He slowly walks down to the source of the sound. The snickers die out quickly, the perpetrator remaining concealed. Yeah, I get it. Most of you are thinking this is a waste of your fucking time, you big shots. You pissing pimples. You've, you've clear-bagged your local mom and pop. You were a big shit whatever toilet tank highway offshoot town you crawled out of. He picks up a brown paper bag in one hand and then starts pack, uh, picking up items off the table and places them inside the bag. But this ain't your Flemington, New Jersey! He keeps filling the bag. This ain't your Orangeburg, South Carolina, your Fonzo, West Virginia! Mitch picks up a cantaloupe. With an extended arm, he shows it to the young grocers. Then he throws it across the room against a life-size cutout of a cartoon dog promoting a sale in sunglasses. The cantaloupe splats in an explosion of meat and juices, startling the grocers. This is Simpson fucking Addy! This is Kroger Market! She gets real here, and there are steaks. Wait, hold on, wait, can I time out for a second? Please. Why did the cantaloupe explode into meat? Well, was it a meat-stuffed cantaloupe? No, you could, like, the <laughs> meat... stuff the cantaloupe with raw beef? You call it the meat of... <laughs> I would like to point out, I think that was... Liz just stole the rest of my ginger libation. Ginger libation, bless in a bottle. Yeah. Proud sponsors you of the podcast. You like the meat. It's, it's, it's the, 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 it's the cantaloupe the meat. I was just yeah, picturing cantaloupe. a cantaloupe exploding no. and ground beef flying no. everywhere. 
That no, was exciting. Just, just a cantaloupe exploding. All right, carry on. Anyway, can we take it from This is Cincinnati? This is Cincinnati. This is Kroger's Market. Shit gets real there, and there are stakes. He points to the mush of cantaloupe on the floor. Shit gets real. Beep. Nah, you're not the first pack of star-eyed grocers I've had to train. But look around you. Look around you. The Do gr- it! The grocers sheepishly look at one another. Maybe three of you will, like, make it through the holiday season? The clog days. If you're lucky. If you've got a, a vice grip on cans and steels in your knees, and steel in your knees, <laughs> the odds are most of you won't be able to hack it. Maybe the double shit paper cut blows your gasket. Maybe an old Grammy candy on the outside. But a lemon rind sole gives you some words and it rips the sole right out of you. A 20 pound ham could drop at any second and shatter your toes, which you need to stand. You need <laughs> those toes to stand. This job ain't safe. You want to play it easy? Go bag it. Testicle mark. <laughs> Beep. What's wrong with pussy, Mark? Because pussies clop babies, and testicles are the weakest part of the body. All right, well... Bro, I've been bagging at pussy, Mark, since I was 14. (laughs) Up top. It's a a very uh, fair point, but this is the 80s. People were dumber back then. Hey, who knows? I'm fine with it. If you make it past Easter, maybe. Just maybe one of you will show enough promise to consider going for pro. Like Bluto Barnes? More Mitch like Pluto Butthead. It's <laughs> a callback. <laughs> Thank you. You know Bluto, huh? Sure I do. I see. So what do you know about this Bluto Barnes? <laughs> Only that he's the highest ranked bagger three years running. Bag monthly says he's got ten years left in his print. If you want to believe everything you read in the tabloids, yeah, sure, he's the best. If you think a showboater with an inconsistent banana pack is the best, yeah, it's a free country. And the banana fucked me up there. Yeah, it's a free country. <laughs> Go for it. Inconsistent banana pack. <laughs> inconsistent banana pack. Yeah, it's a free country. Go for it. But you got to learn to crawl before you dream of pro bagging, okay? No more Bluto talk for now. Don't go filling your head like he does his bags. You're likely to burst. And unrest ripples through the grocers. What? Oh, with all due respect, sir, a lot of us have bagged many years. I think we can handle this job pretty easily. It's all a bit dramatic, don't you think? A lot of grocers not in approval. Oh, so so you guys are all set. You know everything already, and I'm just being a drama queen mama. I should just let you guys loose, cause You've seen it all. You've got it all taken care of, and I should retire because I'm a rickety Rufus on one foot in the walker. Am I getting that right? The grocers look I at got one, one another. Foot. Well, yeah. No, that's cool. I get it. So educate this Rufus. You want to remind me where the danger zone is? The danger zone? Yeah, the danger zone. Pretty standard stuff for an amateur bagger. Grocer too looks confused. It looks to the other grocers to see if they have any clue. They don't. You don't. I figured. Hey, why don't you come over here? Grocer too is hesitant. He's on the cusp of a why harsh lesson, and he's Jersey, afraid right? of what it could be. Cincinnati. Looks, this is how they talk in Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah. Yeah. He looks to his peers for support, 
but they're intent to throw them under the bus. Seriously, come here, let me show you. I'm not gonna pack you in a plastic or nothing. Come here. Grocer 2 joins Mitch on the other side of the table. Mitch picks up a packet of hot dogs. Ah, live, I'm gonna pack you in plastic. <laughs> yeah, you gotta flip. Wait, 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 wait. let me finish. <laughs> Grocer 2 joins Mitch on the other side of the table. Mitch picks up a packet of hot dogs and leads Grocer 2 to the end of the conveyor belt. Here, you got a foot, foot and a half of space before the bagging area. This is prime real estate for, for us. Comprende? Capiche? The cashier ain't coming into this space, so it's all ours. You can use this momentum of bell for faster packing. Use a crisscross, right, left, right, left arm pattern, and get into a rhythm. Mitch crisscrosses his arms, miming as though he's picking up items quickly off, quickly and efficiently off the conveyor belt and putting them in an invisible grocery bag. You got that rhythm down? You know we can't be unstoppable. No, we can't we knew be. This... <laughs> I'm coming a rhythm. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but you know this already, right? Grocer 2 looks a little ashamed. While Mitch is talking, he undoes the hot dog packaging. Now, a few years back, <laughs> I had this little know-it-all thinking he was ready for the turkey rush. Thanksgiving, that is. Hang on. <laughs> now, a few years back, I had this little know-it-all thinking he was ready for the turkey rush. Thanksgiving, that is. One of the biggest clog days. Even though I told him he wasn't ready, he snuck on anyway. I was on another line at the time, so I didn't get a chance to stop him. Stupid kid. Now give me your hand! Grocer 2 is very apprehensive. Come on, humor this old fogey. Grocer 2 concedes. Mitch takes his hand and slips the hot dogs in between his fingers, then closes the boy's fist so the meat stays in place like they're floppy fingers. Oh. Grocer 2 looks weirded out. Mitch holds on to the boy's wrists and guides it to the end of the belt. So, Professor, you want to tell me why we call it the danger zone? I, I don't know. Well, it's cuz. With a flick of a switch, Mitch turns on the conveyor belt on full speed. Immediately, the hot dog fingers are sucked into the tiny gap between the belt and the metal bagging area. Shreds of hot dog bits are spewed in every direction. Grocer 2 starts screaming as though they were his real fingers. I'm the Grocer 2. My hot dog fingers. <laughs> he tries to pull them away, but Mitch holds firm to the boy's wrist, pushing it further and further into the gap, making mince meat from the dogs. Turn it off! Turn it off! Didn't realize how close he was flying to the sun. Please, stop it! Didn't realize where his hand was until... Mitch turns the belt off suddenly and lets go of the boy's wrist. The boy pulls up his wrist away wildly, then holds his fist up to his face, looking at with complete horror at the remains of his hot dog fingers, <laughs> their brutal, fleshy mess. The boy shakes with terror. Until there weren't nothing left. He was up to his wrist by the time the cashier stopped that belt. He took a tub of canola oil to pull a stump free. All because he thought he knew it all. All because he thought he knew it all. He didn't have a lot to be thankful for that holiday. Even though it was Thanksgiving, that clog day. You pimple pissing piss pimples. <laughs> Except maybe for losing his entire arm. 
turned off a whole line of customers from buying their turkey, too. I guess after you see the shreds of life of live meat, I want to go vegetarian for a season. Now you know why we call it the danger zone. You fly hot, you fly fast, but it's your downfall if you're not fast enough. Now go clean yourself up, kid. Get out of here. Grocer 2 runs off to the bathroom, still holding firm to his That's hot dog mean. hand. The grocers are st You know what? We don't need you. This is like a one man show. Right? <laughs> the grocers are stunned silent. They look at Mitch with a combination of terror and admiration. Oh. They won't step out of line again. No. Mitch is about to resume talking again when a UPS worker <sighs> arrives. Being led by the manager, the manager points to Mitch. The UPS worker approaches Mitch. To be the, I think you're the UPS Mitch Falcon? Too. Yeah, what's this? Mitch Falcon? <laughs> yeah, who are you? What's this? I'm UPS worker. Priority letter for you. Just sign here, please. <laughs> okay, never had a sign for my coupons before. Mitch signs a paper and is handed a manila, manila envelope. The UPS worker leaves with a friendly nod and the tip of its UPS branded cap. Must be important. Okay, take five. Someone clean up that melon and the rest of uh, Professor's fingers. Mitch walks to the mushroom bins for some privacy. Nobody he... wants to eat the mushrooms. <laughs> he picks up a whole mushroom and chomps into it like an apple. He opens the envelope and reads the letter contained within. His expression, change... His expression changes from one of disinterest to amazement. The mushroom drops from his hand onto the floor. That is not what mushrooms sound like. <laughs> oh, damn! He reads some more. Damn! And I had a kid. I hope she's not blind. <laughs> he lowers the letter, <laughs> staring off into the distance. His reality is crumbling around him like a cascade of mushrooms spilling from their bin. It's not what mushrooms sound like. Damn. Those are metaphorical mushrooms. <laughs> You're a metaphorical mushroom. Thank you. All right. Oh my God. How many times can you change your accent for one character? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For Marky Mark for Are you implying there. that in a bagging area you can get your fingers ripped off? Yeah, down by the conveyor belt. I'm not implying. It's I'm not insane. an escalator. I'm saying. I'm gonna try it next time. I'm gonna do the hot dog <laughs> trick. <together. laughs> Don't It'll... play too close to the sun, or you're gonna get burned. They don't call me old hot dog fingers for nothing, anyway. Danger zone. Yes, I remember Danger all zone, that. Danger zone, you piss and pimple. Yes, yes okay. Are we plastic clear. <laughs> Tune it down. Am I, am I I'm so lost. swinging we are, the red? Am we I are, running hot? We are plastic clear. I'm plastic clear. We are plastic clear. Lost all my papers. Ginger libation. Which was good. Thank you. Is this a whole script you've written? No. No. That would pay. That's too much effort. I, I feel like it's the, easier uh, to just A good makings like, here. Yeah, you just You, you got to bridge the... these together. Yeah, yeah. So. <gasps> oh my gosh. You should totally write it and we should do it at a shot of theater. Even just the first one would be amazing. You want? Yeah. It's all yours. Great. Get, just get a mushroom in. Yeah, great. A mushroom hand? Bin. Oh, yeah. Hot dog hand. Hot dog hand, mushroom bin. Hot dog bin. hand, yes. mushroom bin. Understood. Like, that was the second one. Like, I want the first one with mm -hmm. the little girl. Like the Bible. Anyway. You're a very good writer, Neil. <laughs> no, I'm sincere. I'm being sincere. Thank you. Um, it reads a bit close to over the top, I admit, but there are pro baggers out there. Oh, it's I a know. real. It's a real. Oh, you know. I've seen the. Which is an over a top thing, though. There was a game show a really? while back, I think, as, about bagging, yeah. Hmm. As a, a bagger. Baggist. I was um, also like 
at Big Y, the best cashier and bagger they had. So they used to put me in express line because I could ring up the groceries and bag like a motherfucker. I will say that the world of professional bagging has got to be over the top. So I I think they would appreciate this whole hero, daddy, lost (laughs) daughter, decides to become her lover. That's not in the script. <laughs> I want everyone like to know. Knowing the other, I didn't the other, write an incest the, because film. There were it baggers, was in the log line. Because the baggers at the grocery <laughs> store were just not quite good at math enough to be cashiers. So they had to bag and get the carts. And I bet a few of them would have fucked their daughters. Oh, well. <laughs> Indoor, uh, On that shout note. out to Big On Y. That, yeah. how, how is a blind girl going to bag? Did you even think about that? I didn't even think about that. Um, I think that blind people can do everything that we can do. They can. In fact, your sense of touch is 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 enhanced. So you're just assuming that we weren't going to Did be as know? open-minded as you. Well, you. That's the reason why your fingers get wrinkly in the God, she's been saying so this like every day for the past four weeks. A better sense weeks. of grip. She just learned a thing, and now she assumes everyone else what, doesn't know a thing. It just gri- what? What are you gripping in the bathtub? No, like an oh, <laughs> penis. Just penises. Just penises. Um, yeah, I would imagine she can probably do it better than a person who can see. She doesn't have to worry about oh, sight. She can I don't feel know. The, I'd go that far. I would. I mean, she has to find the item and decide what it is. And she doesn't have to decide what it is. She just has to decide. It's like blind Tetris. Right, Touch yeah, basically. Right. Yeah. Well, you, you, the thing when you bag, you make a box. You put the... Bag in a box. The grocery... You put the uh, cereal box in this end and, like... This is the interesting. Rice box what if there's no cereal? You, you fill it what in. What happens then? Well, you, like, you have to make a box. So you put something here, this end, and that end, and this end, and that end to make it stand free for This is And you fill it in with the middle, and then you put the fragile things on top, and then you top it off with the bread and eggs. Eggs and bread. What if you don't have bread and eggs? You're assuming a lot about my buying habits. I mean, habits. you just... You, I'm a good bagger, yo. Baggest. Excuse me. All births provided by ginger libation, a bliss in a bottle. So what do we win? What are our stakes? Oh, okay, okay, all right. I thought we were going to talk some more, but we don't have to. Know, we can talk all you want. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. This is free for me, baby. Um, so, no. What do you, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, I really don't know. Uh, did you enjoy it? Yes, yeah. it was a lot of fun. I mean, I didn't really get to absorb it myself very well. I was so most focused on like my own lines to, I guess, appreciate the story, <laughs> which is, I feel like, what happens in a cold reading. Uh, I, I guess, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when I mean, you go a to an audition thing. and you don't have anything prepared and they're just like, you know, they'll do oh, scripts yeah, on the side. I yeah. Those, yeah. Right. So, like, you don't really kind of, don't really absorb what's going on. You just kind of, like, get the lines. And you had some fun lines in here. Which is why I kept saying, oh, pissing ones? pimple, which is probably something I'm going to be saying for the rest of my life I now. Know. If we can put that on a t-shirt yeah, and sell it, we all benefit. Uh, uh, which one? Pimple pissing? Are we plastic clear? Nuts yet to drop, uh, piggly wor- wiggly day workers. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. was an pimple amazing pa- Page three of the Does first Does that mean you, p- you urinate out pimples? No, I don't know. I just figured like someone uh, as horrible as Bill Mulch would just sort of like string together. I like Bill Mulch. You, oh yeah, that's I interesting. do too. I think you should use Bill Mulch in characters in the future. All right, Bill, Bill other... Mulch is getting his Now, am I also to understand that he creates all these products as well? Well, yeah, he runs... Is he a pickler? He's a, a pickler? Sorry. He's, a, <laughs> he's pickle-bodied. Also, <laughs> I'm really kind of annoyed that after professional bagging is over, they only get paid in canned goods. No, because he lost. 
Oh, so he only he gets lost. paid in canned goods. Yeah, that's for that's a sort second. Of like, I don't know. That's like the, his. Did uh, say it was the 1980s in the the opening? Uh, it says at the end of the first scene because it's oh, okay. 1989. Okay, I got you. Be- because when he paid him in the canned goods, I was like. Oh, is this like a post-apocalyptic? That was the first thing I thought too. Oh, it was yeah. a post-apocalyptic thing. Yeah, like, he's in this, this world happening? where he's like, got to survive on getting and, paid on canned goods. And like this is from what the they, past. Yeah, I, that's I, you know what? That's even better. Like canned goods and pickles. Like if it was the new sport of the future, pickle tossing. Yeah. I mean, I honestly didn't quite understand it was a bagging thing until the two got introduced well, to uh, each other. Yeah. Um, like the, the daughter. Well, we're supposed to be confused about what she's doing, and then it's a big reveal. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. But I was just like, it's some sort of weird sport he participated in where he only gets paid in canned goods because that's a post apocalyptic crazy society. But maybe post apocalyptic baggers. I was hoping we'd get to meet Bluto Barnes. Maybe some other, maybe in the trailer. You mean oh. Bluto Butthead? No, I mean Bluto, Bluto Barnes. Oh. Bluto Butthead. Oh. Is that the alarm? That's 4.30. <laughs> no, that's fine. We're, we're we still good to go. Oh, yeah, we're still good to How's go. How's our sound person doing? How are you doing? That she is Rachel know. over there. Just stretching and... Rachel's good? Coping okay. with us. Rachel, Rachel's great. Um, Hagen. Hagen. You know what? Okay, so what I didn't mention is... I will edit this out if something horrible happens and this doesn't happen, is we're going to have an audio trailer for this movie at the end of the podcast. Nice. <gasps> Awesome. But there's no reason why we can't rewrite it now and have it in the future and an apocalypse and canning is the new sport. That's awesome. Is it a I new like sport? It. Is it like a like a running man type sport where like your life's on the line and it's like a no, big a, by the state kind of thing? No, it's, like it's more pros, of like yeah. a, hasn't there been apocalyptic movies where it's like, like think of it like um, Walking Dead where they just like they so they entertain them. Think of it like Roman gladiator type deals. They just so people get distracted, so there's something to bet on. So in the future, when there's nothing to do, they all gather around and watch these two baggers contend. So more like like in the end of Shaun of the Dead, when all the zombies are on the game shows. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, here's here's news. the deal. Yes. The winner, the winner gets to take ownership of this film. Who's directing? Who's acting in it? What's the <gasps> name? Oh, wow. Uh-oh. That's well, who's the winner? Cool. She won. <gasps> I thought I won. I know. It's very confusing. <laughs> you know what? We can share the winnership, and I can revise the rules, because I didn't think... But can I pilot the winnership? You can. So do I have to oh. name it? Like, and what I want it to be and, and right now? Is that what I'm doing? Yeah, go ahead. It needs okay, a name. So what do I need? Like, name? Will we come I last, mean, it's, like... it's whatever you want. You can do the name, director, actors... Soundtrack so by actors, uh, r- really anything, uh, um, or you can pass the buck. I will give you that. No, option. I'm not going to do that. Who should play Mitch? I mean, I right. Um, Mitch should be played by Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. What? No. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Yes. No. Ryan Reynolds should play Mitch. He's getting like older and stuff. That'd be a great role for Ryan Reynolds. I don't know any young. Children actors right now to play Kimmy. Well, I think she should be Scarlett Johansson. That's what <laughs> I think. I'm sorry. Is there like a person that's not a, a white woman? Can she play that <laughs> instead? Uh, um, <laughs> Andy Circus could mocap it. There's that <laughs> option. No, I definitely want Ryan Reynolds as okay. Mitch. Um, 
Like, what about, like, any of the fucking children from the, the recent Logan movie? Like, the, the girl from that played Logan's daughter in the Logan movie. Let's oh, play, that girl's make her bitch. play Kimmy. No, she's great. Not Hugh Jackman. Or, uh, or the girl that was the deaf girl in um, that movie where I wanted to be quiet. The guy from the, the office quiet directed place. The Quiet Place. What's yes, a movie? It's the about deaf girl like, could play a blind girl. That place and that would be amazing. where they want to be quiet. Yeah. She was so freaking incredible in that movie. Um, so yeah, so then what else? Who, what was the other thing? Who's going to direct? I mean, yeah, if you uh, want. We need a title, too. Uh, Jim Jarmusch. Jim Jarmusch. Because no, whatever he directs is really that's no, That's true. It's yeah. whatever he, I love what I first see, and then I can never watch it again. Um, I think Edgar Wright should direct it, so it can have like really quick cuts while they're bagging. Mm-mm. You're just going back to the Shaun of the Dead thing. You're trying to make You're this so oh, I didn't obsessed think about with the Shaun of the Dead thing. Mm. How about, I think it should have a theme like that. I don't. How about, uh, what's the name of the guy that directed Mother? Oh, oh fucking, um, oh, Darren Aronofsky? There we go. Oh, no. Who directed Witches? Oh, the original? Like, or Witch. Who uh, directed Witch? The Witch. The Just Witch. Just say the words, The Witch. I want to hear you say The Witch. Who directed, uh, Heredity? <laughs> Hereditary. Hereditary. Oh, God, Liz, you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Who directed Big Boat Sink? Or sorry, Titanic. Um, <laughs> I call it Big sorry. Boat Sink. Well, spoilers, come on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Do we have a title? Wait, we have to figure out a director. What are the names of all these people? Well, we got, you got Jim Jarmusch, you got a lot of we got the witch director, the hereditary director. Are they all of them going to do it? Because that would... Work. I want somebody who does like violent movies to direct it. What about Cronenberg? No, that wouldn't work. No. History of Violence? Did he do the History of Violence? He directed Okay, you know it, what? Yes. yes. You know what? Let's go Cronenberg as director. Yeah. Cronenberg. And uh, the title of this. Um, do you have a title that you want to say? Badass Baggin. Oh, no, no. Um, I like it. Uh, what is that? Is it a Bagger Vaughn a movie? Bagger Vance? Bagger Vance. It's Bagger Vance. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like the legend of Bagger Pants, right? Well, so you can name it the legend, the legend of, of Bagger Mitch. Bagger. <laughs> the legend That's of Bagger Mitch. Legend of Bagger Mitch. Legend. Yes. This is good. This is good. I like this. All right, the legend of Bagger Mitch. <laughs> All right, we're good. Yes. We got this. We got, we got it. Greenlit. Cool. All right. Uh, okay. That was uh, a what line uh, or what do we call that? We just played that game. Who's lie line? Line lie? Log line. Log line. Log line. Log line. You're the log lion. Anyway, all right. Uh, any final shout outs before we wrap this? Thank you so much for having us. We had a really oh, good time. Oh, thanks yeah, for that joining us. Really uh, I hope me. that um, you can edit this and it'll be very successful. I hope you become rich. This is oh, a lot of fun. I really hope. You. I would love to listen to this show. People should do this more often. Yeah. Especially I'd like some sponsors. Shout out to Kimmy. Shout out to Kimmy. Shout yeah. out to David Cronenberg for, for directing this. Respect. Any, yep. any, uh, any plugs, Twitter handles? Uh, shout out Theater. Shout Jack out Bing Bingo at Gateway City Arts. Ginger Libation. Um, Steven. Stop and shop on King Street, Northampton. They got good deals. They do a solid job. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Rachel, our, our sound person. Thanks, Rachel. She's nodding insane. No, not nodding. Oh, she's giving big thumbs up and smiles. She's doing a cartwheel. <laughs> Rachel? Wait, no, that's the hey, middle hey, finger. Hey, Goodness gracious. My bad. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I am Neil Bonsteel. You can find me at 
at Mayor McFrumples. Uh, email us, scriptapartpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, all music will be provided by Brian Bonsteel. And of course, double down on the thank you to Rachel for coping with us as a sound mixer. She's giving a thumbs down. We did a poor job. <laughs> and a huge thank you to East Hampton Media for providing Woo! the space and equipment Yay! to record this podcast. They are a generous and worthwhile organization, so check them out. And thank you for listening. Who? Wait, who? I don't know. Hi, who are you just guys. talking to? Why do you keep talking <laughs> the story? From the visionary director that brought you The Fly and a history of violence comes a story of redemption, inspiration, and grit. I didn't promise you nothing when I came back. Told you I was ready to brag again. That's it! You couldn't even bag your way out of a paper bag! In a desolate world where the only sport is the most deadly, one man must reclaim everything he lost and discover everything he didn't know he was missing. You can take your career and your dreams. And your family. Starring Ryan Reynolds as Mitch Falcon. But they ain't all gonna vet in your bag of life. That deaf girl from that Quiet Place movie as Kimmy Falcon. I'm a girl, Daddy. <laughs> you were the smarter of the two of us. David Cronenberg presents. This is Cincinnati. Program market. Shit gets real. The Legend of Bagger Mitch.